Hello, and welcome to the Corporate Road Podcast for the first quarter of 2022. I'm your host, Rush Zarabian, Managing Partner and Portfolio Manager for Corporate Road. Today on the podcast, we'll be discussing the volatile start to the year for the markets and what has been driving that volatility. We'll also recap our 2022 outlook. And finally, we'll be discussing the January barometer and why we think you should not pay any attention to it. First, on the market correction in January, stocks came into the year off a very strong performance in 2021. Most major equity asset classes were up double digits in 2021. And in addition to that, they did not see huge corrections or drawdowns last year. The S&P 500 corrected roughly 5% in the fall, and that was the largest decline in 2021 for the market. So coming into 2022, we expected more volatility. I think the surprise was that the volatility came almost immediately at the turn of the calendar. Stocks sold off over the first three weeks of January. The S&P was down almost 10%. The NASDAQ was down more than that. And small cap stocks, as well as other more volatile growth stocks, were down significantly more than 10% as well. So we got this correction to start the year. And the primary driver of the decline seemed to be perceived hawkishness on the part of the Federal Reserve. Now, let's back up a moment and go back to just last December. At this point, the market anticipated that the Fed would end their quantitative easing and their bond purchase sometime in the spring, most likely at the March meeting. The market was pricing in three, maybe four rate hikes in 2022. But as the calendar turned over, all of a sudden you had the perception that the Fed was going to be much more aggressive in tightening policy. And some of this was due to comments by various uh, Fed governors, but you saw different Wall Street firms sort of raising their rate hike expectations from three to four to five. One bank, I believe, said uh, they were expecting as many as seven rate hikes in 2022. And this all sort of spooked the market, and we had a swift correction in the first three weeks. It's our view that the market overreacted to concerns of rate hikes. If you look back through history, especially over the last 15 years, the market through Fed's fund futures always seems to overestimate Fed moves. Historically, the market anticipates rate hikes and the Fed stands pat. Now, we think this time is a little different and that the economy is much stronger, that employment is much stronger as well, and that the Fed is absolutely going to raise rates this year. However, our expectation is that the Fed will be data dependent, as they say they are. They're going to look at the data and decide whether more hikes are needed or less, and they're going to do it incrementally. So if inflation, for example, continues to be a problem well into the second half of the year, we would expect more rate hikes. If inflation calms down and maybe the labor market softens a bit, then you can expect less rate hikes. If the Fed makes a policy mistake, as they were perceived to have done in 2018, we believe that they can course correct as they did in 2019. So the situation is fluid. And we think the market got a little ahead of itself in worrying about all these potential rate hikes. So that's where we believe we saw that initial sell-off through the first few weeks of the year. Now, does the market turbulence last month change our outlook for the year? No. In our Outlook 2022, published in December, we indicated that we expected bigger drawdowns and more volatility this year. It wasn't the drawdown that surprised us just how quickly it happened. Still, our expectation is that the U.S. economy will remain strong, but will slow after a record year in 2021. We also believe that inflation will fall towards the second half of the year, thanks to improving supply chains and a shift from spending 
from goods to services. A lot of the inflation that we've seen, and we've written about this in the macro musing several times, a lot of the inflation that we've seen has been due to the mass purchase of durable goods. We think as the pandemic effects recede, the shift to services will help reduce some of that pricing pressure. The biggest unknown to our outlook remains the Fed's level of aggressiveness. Now, we've already seen what uncertainty around interest rate hikes can do to the financial markets. But commentary from the Fed officials suggests they are serious about fighting inflation. The concern is that if they get too aggressive and inflation turns out to be less problematic, then that could negatively impact economic growth. Again, though, the Fed has historically shown the willingness to change course if they make an error in policy. And we think they'll do the same again this time if necessary. If you want more details into our 2022 outlook, I encourage you to read our macro musings from December, which goes into the outlook in much greater detail. You can find the macro musings on our website at www.corbettroad.com. Finally, we would like to briefly discuss the January barometer. Now, the January barometer was an indicator developed by Yale Hirsch and published in the Stock Traders Almanac back in the 1960s, I believe. It says that if stocks are positive in January, then the rest of the year is likely to see higher than average returns. And if stocks are negative, then the rest of the year will see lower than average returns. Now, this is technically accurate. Since 1928, the market has performed better the rest of the year after January was positive than after it was negative. However, there is more to it than that, as there usually is with these seasonal studies like this one. First off, in years when January was negative, stocks were still positive on average and saw higher returns the majority of the years. Second, this indicator has been followed for decades and it has an abysmal track record over the past several years. Since 2009, the market has been negative seven times in the month of January, and in every single case, the market was positive for the rest of the year. Now, these seasonal studies, they're interesting, but in our view, they are not actionable in any way. Oftentimes, we think it's just an easy topic for financial media to latch onto and cover early in the year, and that's especially true when returns in January are poor. That is all for this episode of the Corporate Road podcast. On behalf of everyone at Corporate Road, thank you for listening. Until next time.